Hey, Bus Bench Babes. Beth here. I'm doing an interview with Jacqueline Stevens, uh, lovingly known to most as Jax. And she is the founder of the Joy with Jax blog. And she's a soulful life coach. I think we're going to have a super joyful conversation today. And I'm so glad you're here for it. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. All right, Bus Bench Babes, um, this is Beth here, and I'm doing an interview today with a super awesome friend of mine. Her name is Jacqueline, but she is affectionately known as Jack. She's a Yale-certified soulful alignment coach. Like, how sexy does that sound? Uh, She guides burnt-out high achievers back to their empowered, centered, connected lives. Like, oh my God, it like gives me goosebumps. So Jax, thanks for being here. It's awesome that you're joining me today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here, Beth. And yes, awesome friend indeed of long, long time. So I'm thrilled to yeah have a conversation yeah. about wellness and overwhelm and living your best life. Right. Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, my name is Jacqueline Stevens. Like you said, uh, I live in Los Angeles currently, but I really kind of identify as what I call a a Cali Soden, California Minnesotan. Um, (laughs) I. Yeah, I met Minnesota. Yes. Um, I lived in Minneapolis for 10 years post. Um, high school, my college, and the beginning of my career, and then relocated to Los Angeles um, about eight years ago. And I had grown up in Northern California, but really had moved around a lot in my life. And so I have become this master of transitions, not because I necessarily wanted to, but because I was really more forced to. And you know, my journey to coaching started it's really been my whole life. But a couple of years ago, I went through what I call my dark night of the soul, where um, I had gotten up against um, some pretty major things in my life. I wasn't happy in my relationship. I wasn't happy with my job and was really struggling. And so um, the last couple of years has been this massive transition into becoming a coach Um, and working with clients in one-on-one and in groups to really support them with achieving what it is they want to achieve in their life and really living a life that is so empowered and emboldened with my secret sauce, um, which is joy. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, okay. So you and I met can we talk about our backstory? Yes, a little our bit? meet cute, please. 
<laughs> right? So you were the general manager of the Mac store that I went to all the time in Minneapolis. It was like an uptown, like trendy part of yeah. town. And I was in there all the time. And thank God you were always working when I was in there. And it, like, I would describe you to someone as someone with an old soul. Do you, I, I don't know if you align with that. But I always thought that we are the same age and not that you looked my age, but because it felt like your life experiences were just so much deeper than. And then when you told me how old you were and I'm like, huh, I feel like she's just so much more mature than whatever age you were at the time, because I'm like, there is like a pretty considerable age gap between us. But I felt like just on an emotional level, you and I were like on the same playing field. So that's why I was like, Oh, she's just my age. And like, you were still in college and we weren't even anywhere near the same age. And so I, and then kind of like, you know, we were like, I was your customer. So it's not like we were like pals and went out for happy hour and that sort of thing. And then when I started following you on social media and like seeing like your transition to California and what that looked like and your cute boyfriend at the time and Toby, your schnoodle, <laughs> like it just like, I'm like, Oh gosh, like I almost wish like you and I would have become better friends when you lived in Minneapolis. So I feel like you and I have become good friends via social sure. media the last eight years that you've been And we gone. did have that meeting in so, Hawaii. You can't forget about the time that we met up yeah. in Hawaii. Oh, true. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm going to be in Hawaii. Let's go. And we like met at this food truck park and hung out. Like that was so, so much funny. fun. I, think, I can't remember one of us. Well, we were obviously both there, but neither one of us knew. And one of us saw that the other one was there and was like, oh my God, let's meet up. And so I remember <laughs> that being such an incredible time because just like you, it was like, we really got to know each other more through social media, but had really built this amazing yeah. foundation on, at Mac on Hennepin and Lake and Hennepin. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, I, it's just been really awesome to see like your whole career transition. Like I know, like when I first met you, like how school was so important and getting like that dream job was so important. And then all of a sudden I'm like, life coaching? Like what's going on? Like, I feel like I missed a whole big piece of this equation. So I'm excited that we're going to talk about that Me here too. today so that everyone can learn more Me about too. it. And I wanted to say the same thing That's about so cool. you, Beth, was when we met, um, you were doing nursing and you're you know, yep. you were just, we were both in really different places. And I think that's one of it. And one of the amazing things about you and I think about friendship in general is that how the growth and elevation can really take place. And then there's those times where you mm -hmm. get to really come together and talk about and discuss why we got to where we got. And I think what's beautiful that the old soul in me is like, we're not really that different, right? There's so much similar yeah. between two people and their journey. Well, we both have like a church background. Yes. So like there's, there's like a lot of different little things that are this interesting connectedness. Yes. We both have a huge passion for travel and exploring the world. Yes. So like, like the universe, God, whatever you believe, <laughs> like, I feel like just aligned us to become friends. And I'm glad that me happened. too, Beth, me too. <laughs> Well, okay. So one of the main reasons, like when Christy and I started this podcast, we were like kind of brainstorming show topics and like, okay, who are we going to bring on as guests and what that's going to look like? And one of the very first people, I had two people in mind, I've already interviewed one and you're the second person where I'm like, you just feel so aligned with what our mission is. Our mission is like living a life by design and creating a life and having 
a long table where everybody's welcome, but really overall, like finding joy in life. If you don't have joy in your life, like literally what's the whole point of it? And so I'm like, oh, I know who I want to interview and voila, here we are. Awesome. Yeah. I, all of that resonates so much when I was listening to the podcast and, you know, when I see the Instagram page, the living the life by design is just, Ooh, gives me goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, tell us like how, what led you to the, your, to this path of being a coach? Like there had, I feel like there's a story. I I know a little bit of the story, but I I think everyone should hear your story. So a little bit about my background. I grew up in the beauty industry. And so it was working behind counters of, you know, I worked at Estee Lauder and Clinique and then Mac for years and years. And it really became this big part of my identity. And I, I loved what I was doing so much because I got to meet really amazing people like yourself I have another dear friend that I was in her wedding to both of her weddings. She had two weddings, one in Nigeria, <laughs> one in Minneapolis. And so, Oh, I've seen pictures. Yes, of that wedding. And so through, yeah, she's stunning. she's stunning, but through my experiences at Mac, I just got to meet incredible people. And I also loved leading teams and seeing people grow and develop. And that's really what my, I guess, kind of my secret sauce always was. Um, I ended up taking a break from college when I was in Minneapolis and worked full-time at Mac. And then I went back to school because I, it was really important to me to finish my degree um, for a lot of different reasons. I think it's, imp- finish, it's important to finish what we start sometimes, but I just knew I didn't want to be in retail forever. And so I thought that getting my degree would really open me up to doing something different. And so When I graduated, I moved into the corporate setting and um, it was either retail brands, whether it was fashion or beauty. And so I continued on that trajectory Um, and I started developing um, educational programs for retailers. So um, teaching people how to sell or about a product. And so I was always very consumer or client facing. and. I did really well. Like I was very successful in my job and, you know, I I kept getting promoted and recruited to different places. And I was also at that time really in this, in a, in a long-term relationship. And, um, although I was doing those things, I wasn't living my life by design. I was still really living my life in default because I had beauty on my resume and because of X, Y, and Z, I just kind of got put into these places that I thought that I wanted to be. But after Mm -hmm. being in them, I really recognized, I don't know if this is really what I want to do long term. And so, you know, I kept really like shushing this inner voice that I have. I was like, shh, be quiet. Like, I can't listen to that. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) And it kept doing the same thing in my relationship where it was like, he's not for you. And I just kept shushing it. Like, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And so I really, but he's so cute. cute, And he was so kind and there's so much good stuff about him, but it just, I knew that it wasn't for me, but I didn't know what to do about it. And so it mm-hmm. actually started to turn into more of um, like chronic health problems through, you know, rashes I was getting and 
you know, my skin was getting inflamed and, um, I was, had gained weight and was just, I was working out and unable to lose weight and, um, all of these things. But most of all, I just, I wasn't checking in with myself. And so it really got to the place where I, I clinically burnt out. I was under so much stress and so much pressure that I just, I had to take a break. So I ended up leaving my long-term relationship after a lot of deliberation and a lot of thought. Um, I went on a trip to Bali with my two best friends and it felt like your eat, pray, it, love it moment totally in life. It totally was my eat, pray, <laughs> love. It really was. And when I went, I hadn't gone on a, an actual vacation, like a real vacation for me in so long. It was always something where it was both my boyfriend and I, but this was really like a soul searching moment for me. And I told myself, when I come back, I'm going to, I'm going to have this like spiritual awakening and everything is going to be different. And when I came back, everything was different with me, but everything in my life was still the same. And so that's an interesting place to be. It was really complicated because I had to really make these decisions. So I left my relationship and I ended up um, leaving my job. And I went back to the drawing board to understand, you know, what is it that I really want to do? And I knew ultimately what I wanted to do was serve and support people. And it, I thought it could be two different things. I looked at doing therapy and going back to school um, and becoming a psychologist. And that program was just long and intense and also really focused on helping people heal, right? Therapy is really, to me, I use this example. It's about looking in the rear view mirror and assessing what's really mm-hmm. happened and rectifying what's happened in the past Coaching, on the other hand, is all about being in the driver's seat and like looking forward. And you might look Mm, in the rear view mirror and assess some things from the past, but never do I take my eyes off the road. Never do I look away from what the journey is to turn my head around and look in the back seat. And so I really recognize that coaching was what I wanted to do because it was all about growth, it was all about development. It was all about tapping into um, different energies or emotional wavelengths to really understand, assess, and know who we are so that we can get what what we want. And so it was through that. um, So sometimes when people are like, how did you get into coaching? My answer is clumsy. It was very clumsy. It (laughs) It wasn't necessarily super strategic, but I think the beauty of it now as I look at what I'm doing um, with my work and with my clients and at my background, it, it just all makes sense. It has all come together into this. Do you feel you're like, you're better at what you do because of how, where you landed in life personally? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, and I'll joy, I'll kind of define joy for people because I think this definition just really gives understanding. So to me, happiness is like, having something or getting something. It's like something that we get from outside of us that makes us happy versus joy is something that's like deeply from within. And one of my favorite quotes from um, an incredible author named Rob Bell is that joy wraps its arms around the entire human experience. And so it wraps its arms around. That's nice. 
I like yeah, that. like grief and anger and frustration and all of these harder emotions, but it also has its arms around joy, right? So it has capacity to really hold it all. And so that's the work that I do with clients is really, it's not about not having bad days. It's not about not being frustrated. It's about recognizing that when we are frustrated or when we do have bad days, that's really data for us to be able to assess what's working and what isn't working in our lives so that we can continue Mm -hmm. to develop clarity so that we can always surround ourselves with joy regardless of where we're at. That's awesome. Well, like something that we hear very regularly over here at the Bus Bench Babes is um, women that are in careers that absolutely do not bring joy or happiness or any of those sort of adjectives into life. and they want to get into real estate and like experience life on a different yeah. level. Like what would you, what kind of advice would you have for that gal? Yeah. So for the person that is in their role and is unhappy, but knows that they want something else, it's, it's, here's what I would say. It's not about saying goodbye to one thing to say hello to something else. Like you don't have to quit your job and do this other thing. It's really about it's about gaining clarity and it's about knowing that even if you can't become a real estate agent, maybe tomorrow, it could be a six month or a nine month or a one year plan. So I I think it's about looking at where we're at as a bridge to where we're going and recognizing that change and transformation doesn't always happen overnight, but allowing that call of if you if something within you is saying this isn't right I don't want to do this then that's a call to action and so it could just be one little step on a daily basis but it's a it's it's available but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be scary what like what give me an example of like a little step that you would tell someone like okay here's something that you can do to like start working in that forward direction. Yeah, I would say make weekly, I I would say as a weekly practice, get in the habit of writing down what was really challenging about your week in the last week, whether it's specifics at work, whether it was a project or a meeting, what it was emotionally, right? Like where your emotions were caught up in that last week. Um And then also making a list of what does really work, what is really making you happy. So it's like building on what it's recognizing what isn't working and taking action steps from there. And it's recognizing what is working in your life and building on that from there. That's really good. Yeah. It's, it's simple. It's powerful. And it's something that you can really build on too. And I, I think for a lot of people that might sound like it's difficult, right? It's, it's kind of hard to take the first next step, especially when you're mm-hmm. frustrated. A lot of us are looking for a solution that's outside of ourselves, right? Like is real estate the thing that's going to bring me happiness? And, and the recognition yeah. is, is it's really about you have to bring yourself that happiness. And so knowing what I say turns you on and turns you off yeah. are so, so important. And I think a lot of times as women, we forget to really listen to our bodies. And so this isn't a practice of getting back into your body, into yourself and recognizing what are the things that I truly enjoy and what are the things that I literally cannot stand. 
And so much comes from that list, even just your own mental clarity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's transition that to like a relationship yeah. or a friendship. Like, do you use the same sort of practice in your coaching or do you start looking at that differently? No, too? I think that that's absolutely another great thing. So you could do it specifically with relation, like uh, the your partnership or your marriage you could use it with um, a specific friend or a friendship group if you're feeling like you know you're not aligned to this kind of community that you've been aligned with. Mm-hmm. You could do it with your family. And what the really interesting thing is, is if you do it in all these areas of your life, what you're going to start to notice is these themes, right? These these mm-hmm. common themes yeah. that kind of show up. And so through this list too. Oftentimes we look at, you know, our partner or our career or, you know, a friendship that it's not giving me what I need, but so much of this work is like, well, how am I not showing up or how am I showing up that maybe is supporting this or am I not asking for what I need or am I not setting that boundary or am I not, you know, telling them that I'm too tired to X, Y, and Z so you can get a lot of clarity just kind of by by this assessment about self first because a lot of times we mm-hmm. really do think that it's something that's outside of us and so so much it's is it really boils down to getting clear on us our core values our core beliefs um and what it is that we really want that's crazy like what what is the biggest thing that you deal with, with clients, you know, like how, um, your coaching business has evolved. Is it like career things similar to what you dealt with that got you into coaching in the first place? Or is it other things? Such a good question. I love this question. So it's really interesting. It, it, um, I tend, you know, the people that I tend to coach are these high achievers, like really ambitious, high achieving yet overwhelmed, um, achievers. And so that comes in a couple of areas of life for sure. It displays itself professionally, but it also displays itself Mm -hmm. personally. So most people I, that I start coaching will kind of come in with one particular, you know, quote issue, um, pain point. Right. And it might be that it might be professionally, but I will, it's, it almost always, I will coach people on professional and personal. And how I really distinguish that is it's all about relationship. What I really do is I relationship coach with people because how you how you show up at work and what your expectations on your job are is all about your relationship with your work. And same with your partnership. It's about how you relate to your partner, what your expectations of your partnership are, how you're showing up in that partnership. And at the end of it all, those two things are a true reflection of the self, right? So, you know, if if you're in a codependent relationship, well, guess why you're in a codependent relationship? Because you're codependent, right? It, 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 you can't, you can't blame the other person when you're like half of quote, half of the problem. And so I really work with people, even in relationship therapy, when you go to a therapist, most people will be like, well, I'm, I'm here because they're the problem, right? It's like, they're the problem. Uh (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Fix them. them. Like we're here because there's something drastically wrong with them. Um, but it's really about like, okay, some things are really about self, 
right? So I help people with, mm-hmm. okay, well, what are your non-negotiables? You know, what are the things that are really bothering you about your partnership or your career? And what are the things that you really desire? And then it's about looking at the other, whether it's the person, whether it's the job, and seeing how it lines up, and then making a plan of how you want to move through that. You know, do you want to find a new career? Do you want to just get happy in this career and then build your side hustle? Do you want to um, start a relationship or have you been not in a relationship, but you really want to be in a relationship and you don't know how to do it? So Mm -hmm. it's all of those. um, Once you get clear on who you are, what you want, what your values are, that makes everything else. That's when you become this like magnetic being where you just start pulling like attracting things to you, whether it's people or opportunities. Um, And, and I've played in that space for the last couple of years. And it's just been really um, for myself, it's been so incredibly, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's been amazing. But then to also be able to see the transitions and transformations that I see my clients go through too. It's my job's like crack. I can't get enough of it. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) that's so awesome yeah what's been the most surprising thing about coaching and being in coaching um that's such a good question and I would say that um and it's all all goes back to who we are and how that it affects no matter where we go but I have been you know in the past I was prone to burnout and prone to you know being a perfectionist and you know wanting everything to be perfect and be great. And so that has, you know, that's followed me into my coaching career, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, over delivering or um, working too much, like loving my job too much that I'm kind of burning out again. And so it's about, again, being able for me to look at the past, Mm -hmm. know what my patterns are, and then work with that energy now in a lot more of a different way. I mean, the way that I burn out now is very different from the way that I burnt out then but I still am recognizing that I am that same person and I am still in that pattern, that pattern of burnout. And so it's about working with what you know to be true about yourself and and slowing that down so that it doesn't um, hinder you from being able to move forward. That's so cool. What, what else do you find like really rewarding about coaching? What else? Um, I mean, so much, I think, I think that when you really, I work with clients in a really deep way. Um, There's a lot of coaches that might um, do something like um, that's very tangible, right? So it might be, Mm -hmm. I help women lose 20 pounds after they have a baby, right? Or I help women get to six figures in X, Y, and Z. So it's these external goals, like outside of ourselves, And there's definitely value in that, but the, the coaching that I do is, is, is deeply transformational. It's like inner work. So again, values, beliefs, um, who I am, what I want. And so through doing that work, I think one of the coolest things is again, seeing my, my own clients, their transformations, but I also think what's so cool is how they really start to just up level everybody around them. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I use, Oh, that's a good Yeah. One. I use the example of like a, you're like a tuning fork where all these tuning forks for energy in our life. And so I'm this like powerful tuning fork that's working with clients in these mm-hmm. really amazing ways. And then they become tuning forks in their own lives. And so their partnerships oh, that's awesome. shift, their work relationships shift, their relationships with their families shift. And so it really goes to show how, you know, doing this deep work can really affect you and everybody around you. I mean, I've had people that weren't sure about the relationships that they were in. And then we go through this process and then they were sure that the relationship they were in was the one that they really wanted um, because they stopped pointing the finger at the partner and started really taking accountability and seeing their partner and themselves in a really different and much more collaborative way. It sounds super fulfilling. Yeah. Not going to lie. I just, I feel lucky that I was lucky and grateful that I, um, I had the opportunity and just continued to knock on the door and I didn't give up. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, All right. So what would be three actionable items like listeners could literally do today to find more joy in life? Yeah. So three actionable items. The first one is press pause. Like just press pause. What does that mean? Like and where you're with just in general and like, give me an example. Yeah. So in our lives, a lot of times we, when I say press pause, it just means slow down. It's like slow down and recognize that joy isn't something that's outside of you. It's inside of you. So the first step is to really just recognize like it's available to me. It's more like, how do I want to get it? So step one is really like pause. Joy is available. And the second step is assessing what, what is it that you find that really brings you joy? Is it being outside in nature? Is it um, connection with, is it like deep connection with your community, whether it's friends or whether it's with family? You know, is it time with your pet? Is it cooking? So getting really clear on what it is that actually is bringing you joy. And then it's, The third thing is like assess what's holding you back from that, right? So what is holding me back from having time outside or spending quality time with my family or with, you know, with cooking or whatever it is that's bringing you joy. Um, And then it's about recognizing that you get to make a choice, right? Like, how do you want to, how do you want to get that? And so sometimes it's just the process of recognizing what really does bring us joy where it's like, oh, oh yeah. Like, it's not that hard. It's not that it's that hard. Yeah. It's that we we're holding on so often to either thought patterns or ideas that joy isn't available to us. And the number one thing I hear from clients is, especially incoming clients is I don't have time, right? It's like, I don't have time. I don't, I don't have enough time for X, Y, and Z. And it's, it's about recognizing you have time for all this other stuff in your life. So it's just mm-hmm. about being able to, sl- again, press that pause to be able to slow down and get back to understanding what it is that really brings you joy. And I think I would say the first thing is it's always in our body. So when we can get in touch with our body, whether it's through a walk or dance or music um, or something that brings us out of our our headspace and really into our body mm-hmm. is just 
is the easiest way to get to joy. For me, it was yoga. It was just like, okay. I, don't, I don't know what, you know, when I left my relationship and I left my job, um, I had no sense of normalcy with my schedule. And I was like, what do I, like, who am I? What do I do? <laughs> like, what do I do, what do, with, I my do with my What's life? You know, like, <laughs> so I lived in, in the Bay area at the time. And I mean, I would just started going to yoga, like, daily, you know, I'd go like the first, like three or four times a week. And then I'm like, it was like, again, like crack. I was like, I got to go back. I got to get more of this. Cause it just felt so good. And for me, it was yeah. what felt so good about it was it was, I got to finally slow my mind down and not think mm-hmm. about all the things in my life. And I just got to be in my body. So that's why for a lot of people, like I said, it just could be dance. It could be putting on a a song that's your favorite song when you're in the middle of the hardest day ever and allowing yourself to press pause and like dance to your favorite song. And I guarantee when you come back to whatever project or person that you have to deal with, it's going to feel different Mm -hmm. because you've been able to cultivate that joy through your own experience. That's so cool. What's the easiest way for you to find joy? Let's say like outside of yoga, because yeah. I know you love yoga. Outside of yoga. Yeah. Um, I feel like my life really is so full of joy now. I mean, I think, uh, but here's a perfect example. I had a hard day the other day and I knew like, I knew something was coming that I didn't want to deal with, you know, and, and I'm in my mind. So I'm like, really, I'm trying to figure out all the answers in my mind. And so um, sometimes it really is about like, just take laying down and like taking a nap, like a child, <laughs> like treating yourself tenderly. Mm-hmm. But another thing that I do is it's connection. Like I so value the people in my life and I so value my friendships. And so it's just like phone a friend, right? Phone a friend and say, um, <laughs> Your lifeline, yeah, my lifeline, literally. totally. so yeah if it's not moving my body and I can't take a nap then it is likely going to be phone a friend and that's going to be my way to get back to joy and to for someone to I think what's beautiful about friendship too is we can reflect back to someone why we who they are and why we love them and so Mm -hmm. oftentimes when we're in overwhelm or we're in anxiety we have forgotten ourselves and our power and we're focusing on all this other stuff. And so when we have these deep connections, these deep friendships, people remind you, like they'll remind you of your power and they'll remind you of um, mm-hmm. why you're doing what you're doing and who you are. And so it's like a, it's like having cheerleaders on call. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Christy and I have had a lot of those conversations in the last year and a half working yeah. together. Probably her being my cheerleader more than me being hers, unfortunately, where I'm like, I'm, what are, what's, what are we doing here? Yeah. Is this happening? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, it, like friends are a good mirror for Absolutely. that. Like just trying to like, hey, this is, this is you. Look in the mirror. Yeah. Mm, what do you, I I, can I ask you, where do you find the most joy? Yeah. Beth? Traveling, yeah. traveling, traveling, traveling. Mm. Um, I love exploring new towns Mm -hmm. and I think because it gets me out of my day to day, you know, like I eat, sleep and drink real estate, you know? So it's not like one of those jobs, like you go home and you shut it off. My office is in my home. You know, there's times where it's like, I love my clients and I also need to just 
be have time to myself. Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I working hard? I'm working hard because I love, I love to be able to create a big life and travel. And yeah, I was laying at the pool in the beach in Spain this last week. And I'm like, yeah, this is why we this do this, why we do it. you know, and it's not to say I didn't work. I like, I worked while I was there, you know, I was on my computer probably a couple hours every day, but you know, hanging out with my, with my niece and just like spending time and seeing Spain through the eyes of an 18 year old and talking about like real life stuff and crazy stuff. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So for you, it's like adventure, getting out of the everyday, especially for you as someone who works from home. Um, yeah. And well, and last year during yes. COVID, I had to get out and go walk yes. every afternoon. I'm like, yeah. if I have to be on another Zoom, I might Die. kill myself. I mean, it, there were there were just days where I'm like, I, I can't do yeah. this. You know, Mark left for work every yeah. day. You know, he's in law yeah. enforcement. So it's yeah. not like all my other friends that were at home with 20 people. I'm like, it's just me and my thoughts yep. here alone. So I would just go for a walk yeah. every day just to get change of scenery move my body yeah and that's the thing is it's again what you're saying that's embodiment when you're like i'm stuck in my head right like it's only me yeah here i am in the house right and everywhere i turn there i am (laughs) right like oh there she is in the mirror oh there she is like and so getting into our bodies taking that walk is basically a way of shutting down the brain and being like okay i'm in my body i'm experiencing something different and um, yeah. you know, I lived in Minnesota for the beginning of 2020. So I experienced a winter yeah. in Minnesota. You and I got to we see each did. other one time before the damn world shut I things know, down. And I was so grateful for that, but I was also just like grateful to be in inclement weather, you know, and still it yeah. was just so fun to be like, Oh, you can actually go on a walk when it's cold and it could still potentially be enjoyable. And I didn't know what that was going to look like yeah. or feel like after living in California for seven years it was, there was a sweetness to the difference of experience. And so, yeah, never underestimate the power of our bodies to bring us back home, which is our home is joy. And so when we're not feeling in, in joy, it generally means that we're stuck in some kind of thought pattern. And so if we're able to loosen the grip of that and really just get plugged back into the body, I mean, it'll change, it'll change your life. That's amazing. Yeah. I can see why um, coaching is like you're enjoying it (laughs) and that your clients are getting great results because I always like feel enlightened after I have conversations with you. So it makes sense that like this was the way the universe. Well, and and when you said earlier too, I love it when people, I love hearing when people think that I'm an old soul because it's been like that my whole life. And I think, you know, it doesn't surprise me one yeah. minute because that's how I would, that's how I've always described yeah, it. And I think a lot of it had to do with all of my moving growing up and this like constantly starting mm-hmm. over and, you know, how difficult that was as a kid to really um, just to do that start over. And so I think I was forced in a way to really get wise before my mm-hmm. years. Um, but yeah, I, the the wisdom comes from i think having to go through that experience and then just you know being so super plugged in to emotions and really recognizing that um there are superpower and i think for a long time i really tried to hide that until i couldn't until i just couldn't hide it anymore and then when i recognized 
Don't women in general yes. tend to do that though? I feel like I have for so much of yeah. my life. Absolutely. You don't find your voice or you don't, you, you suspect you have a superpower, but you don't know what to do with it or you don't think it's acceptable. Or it's not or, accepted. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I've always been the crier, like this, the sensitive one. I was I am too. so sensitive yeah. growing up and I, and I, I just always felt things really deeply. And now that I recognize that that really is my superpower that I can help other people mm-hmm. feel and put words to what they haven't been able to is just such a cool mm-hmm. gift. And, you know, I, I think um, oftentimes we, for coaches, you, you become what you wish you had, right? You become what you wish that you could have had access to. And so I only wish that I hired a coach three years ago because I wouldn't have had to have gone through the massive heartbreak that I, it, I still would have gone through heartbreak, but I think it would have felt really different. Um, and so if anyone's really feeling like I'm up against this wall and I'm not sure what to do, then, um, yeah, reach out because I think that there's something, there's something to getting ahead of that curve. I mean, you can still do it when you like, pardon the French, when shit hits the fan, it doesn't matter. You can still do it. Yeah. But I think sometimes catching it right before makes it a lot easier and helps people really gain clarity and develop a bridge plan versus just like jumping off the ledge, which is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully it landed my parachute landed came out perfectly on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> right. The parachute came. Yeah, I feel like the times like when I've had coaches over the years and it was similar to like what you talked about. Like I usually go to coach for A yep. and then we end up talking about B and yep. C and D and E and F. And I'm like, oh my God, this was money well spent in oh, every sense of the word. Hear. Yeah. 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 I mean, we always, we, the yeah. symptom is that's like when we go to the doctor, right? Like, oh, maybe my, you know, maybe one thing's off, right? Like, oh, my ankle hurts or, you know, whatever. And it, what the, what I really help people do is identify, okay, what are the symptoms, right? Like what are the symptoms that you're feeling? What are the pain points that you're feeling in your life? And then it's about kind of digging underneath of that. And so with developing these long-term relationships with people, there's things that we can fix right away that are going to alleviate some of that stress. But then there's also, so there's a short-term strategy of like, how do I get joy in my life now? And then there's the longer-term strategy of, okay, what things really need to shift in order for the transformation to happen. So it's, I think that's one of the cool things about the coaching that I do is you do get these really great short-term benefits, but then the, the long-term benefit and the skills that you learn through the coaching process are just life-changing. I just had a conversation with a client who we worked together for a year and we stopped working together a couple of months ago, but we did a catch-up call and it's just so incredible to hear how all the things that she learned in that time are still really actively Mm -hmm. supporting her. She's got this toolbox um, of incredible tools that she can use when the times get tough. And that's what my goal is. I don't, I don't want to create dependency. Um, You don't, no one needs a coach, but if you are looking for accelerating your own growth and development, then a coach can be a really amazing option for you. I love that. Well, speaking of that, like, where would someone find you? Yeah. 
Where are they going to find you on social or your website? Tell us a little bit. Yeah. So my website, um, if they want it, I say that like, that's my office, like come into my office and go to www.joywithjacks.com. You can learn more about me, more about my story, the programs, um, and the coaching offerings that I have. If they're wanting to see even more of me, then I'd say hop on Instagram and you can find me at joy with Jacks on Instagram. I do videos. And it's Jax, J-A-X. Yeah, J-A-X, correct. Um, but that way you can, you know, that's, my website's my office. I'd say um, Instagram is like my living room, right? You can come in and get to know me a little bit more. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could also find me on LinkedIn at Jacqueline Stevens. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn as well. So that's more for maybe, you know, a, a professional crowd if you're wanting a little bit to be more in my living room, like I said, Instagram, website, all of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, this has been a super fun conversation. I'm so glad we we're able to make Minnesota, California Me time zones work here today. I feel honored to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Today. It's been I awesome. feel so special that you, when you were planning it, you were like, "Oh, I've got a couple people in mind," and I was one of them. So, oh yeah, like instantly. <laughs> Two names popped in my head and I was telling Christy and describing the two of you. And she's like, uh, yep. Yep. When can we get them on the schedule? Like, All right. We're going to do this. Yeah. Amazing. So now I'm like, check, check. I got you two awesome gals checked off my list. I'm like, now I need to like dig deeper into the archives. Yeah. Look at you creating the life of your design. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, you are, well, you're doing a beautiful job. You're doing a beautiful job. It's been so well, fun to you. watch. <laughs> Thank you. It's been, it's been a fun process. So it's, it's just been a good journey and it took me until my forties to sort of just figure out what I wanted in life till about 40, 44, 45. And I think that's and so I'm always like such a beautiful, do it younger. Don't take this long. Like I took the long yeah. route and not that it was the bad route. It was a good route for yeah. me, but I'm like, there were, sh there were shorter routes totally. to get there. Yeah. I, and I think that's, I think that's such a beautiful model of anyone who's thinking, you know, I've had clients that are close to 60 where it's like, it's never too late. It's like never too yeah. late. And so I think so often people in their, even in their late twenties, they're like, I can't do something else. I'm like, what do you mean? You can't. Yes, you can. Yeah. Even in their mid, you just haven't even scratched you, the you surface. Little baby, yeah. You sweet little babies just <laughs> off the teeth. Of course you can do something different. So no matter who you are, no matter where you are, there's always an opportunity for more. And I love what you're saying is Absolutely. there, there is, you know, I'm up. Part, partially some method to it, but it's also what we're dealt and no one should ever feel like they're behind on their life. And if you're wanting more, it's available. It's available. <laughs> I love that. And that's a perfect way to end this episode. There is, it's available and go, go get, get it. it. The, the juice, I'm always yeah. like, the juice is there for the picking. So you go after the juicy fruit, like stop settling for this fruit that is like, doesn't satiate your appetite. There is more juicy fruit that's available. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, thank you for being thank here. Thank you, Beth. Like, let's wrap up this episode. Like, this was another fun episode, um, this time with the lovely Jacqueline Stevens. And uh, 
Check her out on any of her social platforms. And once again, like keep your face off a bus bench and keep celebrating the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.